You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein. Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a long-standing member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He has been serving as Vice President of the New York Chiropractic Council. For his hard work and dedication, he was selected as the recipient of the Beacon Award, which is the highest award given by the New York Chiropractic Council, also known as the Chiropractor of the Year for New York State. He's done extensive work in Ethiopia, bringing pediatric chiropractic care to impoverished children. Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S. and is also a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today, we're going to talk about a very important topic, screening for scoliosis. Hi, Dr. Rubenstein. How are you today? I'm doing great, Liz. Thanks for having me on again. It's great to chat with you. Well, thanks for joining me, and I'm looking forward to this topic. So, what is scoliosis? Now, there's a question for us. Um, You know, very often, um, one of the most common things parents are concerned about with their children are scoliosis. Now, scoliosis are lateral curvatures of the spine. So, if I'm looking at someone from the back and I'm expecting inspecting their spine, I'm going to be looking for things that make the spine look uneven. Perhaps if one shoulder is higher than the other, if the head is tilted to one side, if one hip is higher than the other, if you're looking at the um, area where the mid-back meets the lower back, you're looking at those skin folds. Is one creased deeper than the other or higher than the other? Those are things that will cue a parent in that there may be curvature of the spine. Now, when we look at the spine from the front to back, it should be perfectly straight up and down. There shouldn't be any bends, curves, or tilts in the spine. And a spine that's straight is very strong. If you ever play that game Jenga where you start to pull those little wooden blocks out, as that column gets less, you know, perfectly straight or gets uneven, it becomes less stable. Stability is super important for the spine because the spine absorbs shock, It's the center of all movement and activity, and your spine also has a very important job of protecting your central nervous system. And if those bones misalign and start to get into these curved patterns, it increases the likelihood of putting pressure and irritation to the delicate spinal nerves and or the spinal cord as it is housed inside that column of bone, which we call the spine. And what, how does scoliosis occur, or what causes it? Now, that's the best question I've asked, and this one is a little bit embarrassing because most scoliosis, when you look at them, how they classify them, they call them idiopathic. Idiopathic is fancy doctor talk that really just says that we don't know what causes it. There are some theories, and some people think that it's about um, communication from the cerebellum, which is a part of the brain which organizes posture and, and, and really helps the body maintain its balance. Um, Other people think that um, when there's uneven pressure on the growth plates, that that causes the curvatures to to form. Um, So there's a lot of discussion as to the actual causes of it. But the one thing I know for sure is if you spot it early enough, 
and work on that spine and check the alignment with some frequency, you can really prevent it from progressing and becoming a bigger problem later. So a lot of schools have scoliosis screenings. Are the school nurses able to pick it up on those examinations? Absolutely. They can pick up some of the more advanced cases, but the subtle ones are a lot harder to see. So there are certain signs, like, you know, if a, a child, like if you remember your scoliosis screening from school, you went in there, the nurse, you know, had you lift up your shirt or take your shirt off, you bent forward, they looked, they looked for a rib hump, they looked for those signs I was talking about before, a high hip or a high shoulder or something like that, and they might be able to detect it. And typically, they might recommend it if it looked pretty significant that you would go and see your family practitioner. But in the medical profession, the standard procedure would be to take an x-ray. If it's anything less than 18 degrees, typically, they're just going to watch they're going to do this wait-and-see thing, and they're not going to get too proactive. However, a chiropractor, when they see a, a curve even as little as 5 or 6 degrees, they're going to be way more interested in doing some active care and correction of alignment to make sure that it doesn't progress and become a bigger problem later. So the school, they'll pick up the, the significant scoliosis, but a lot of times they might miss more of the subtle things. And that just takes more of an examination procedure, a little bit more experience, something that, you know, a chiropractor is trained on and does every day, where a nurse might do, a, um, you know, a couple hundred screenings in a year, which is significant, but they don't have the same tools and the ability to order the x-rays to really see what the curve is, is looking like in that child. So they're helpful and they do catch a lot of things, but it's not necessarily the be-all and end-all because they're only going to pick up the more advanced cases. And how is scoliosis treated? Well, like I was describing before, for most kids, a subtle curve in, in medicine, they're really just going to watch and see, right? They're not going to do a whole lot of things. Maybe if it gets up 18, 20 degrees, they might consider bracing. Anything more than 22 degrees, very often they consider these, these surgeries where they put rods up and down the spine, immobilizing the entire spine. Um, and that can be a problem, too. You know, some kids are... are are wearing braces, um, and, you know, kids can be pretty mean at school if, you know, if one kid's wearing a brace, it can be pretty hard. So what a chiropractor will do is examine where's the high hip, where's the, the elevation, where's the curve, try to work with the body's alignment by making corrective adjustments to gently get the pressure off the nerves and gently realign these vertebrae and get the pressure off the growth plate so the spine will grow straighter, and sometimes we can straighten out some of the curves Sometimes we can only manage them and prevent them from getting worse. Um, and other times, all we're doing is really managing the symptoms if it's progressed uh, pretty significantly. But again, by keeping the best mechanics that we can and understanding that a child with scoliosis has a biomechanical disadvantage, but we can still manage that, minimize the um, body's ability to kind of lock these vertebrae into place, keep them moving as best they can, and some movement is better than less movement. Or more. And so we always keep striving to keep the bones in the best alignment without any pressure or irritation to the nerves, and you can manage a scoliosis. I don't like to say treat it because you can't always cure something. Mm -hmm. So we can manage that scoliosis and make sure it doesn't become a bigger problem later in life. Now, lastly, can scoliosis be a problem in an adult? And if yes, are they treated differently than children? Um, it certainly is a problem in an adult, and if it's not taken care of when they're a child, it can be clinically more significant later with more 
arthritis or, or, or pain or discomfort or limited motion. Um, you know, we've seen people kind of like, you know, walking all kind of twisted up. You've seen these people. Um, and yeah, it's a pretty significant problem in an adult. It's definitely harder to treat in adulthood than it is in a child. So it's better for early detection. But the reality is you're asking if they're treated differently than children. Not terribly. They're just getting checked and adjusted. We're making the corrective adjustments where we see the curvatures in the spine to help improve the mechanics. So in essence, the actual treatment or the way we work with an adult is similar to a child. We're just using slightly different technique, lower energy levels in a child because they're more flexible and the spine tends to be healthier and less arthritic. So, but basically the same idea, you're going to x-ray you're going to look and find out where those misalignments are, and you're going to make an appropriate corrective adjustment plan based on what you see on those films. In a child, you're probably going to get a, a better response just because they're younger than, and they heal faster. But again, it is important for adults and children, you know, just about the same because, again, we're always going back to the nerve system, which is that master system, which is protected by those delicate spinal, I mean, by the bo spinal bones. And if those bones are out of alignment, they will irritate the nerves and cause a host of other issues. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Rubenstein. We know you're extremely busy, so I want to thank you for your time and your help today. It's an absolute honor to be on with you again. Thanks for having me. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 212-977-7094 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team, we want to thank you for listening. And we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.